there. Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson. I'm here to dish out practical advice to help you elevate your business and your life. I'm the CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services here in Nashville, Tennessee. So you know we're going to be covering ground in the real estate industry. But you'll also be hearing from expert leaders in the personal development and entrepreneurship communities. So pull up a seat because we're about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. If one of your goals for 2022 is to create more time for yourself, open up more space in your schedule so you can get out and network, meet new clients, re-engage old clients, or just be more efficient in your business than today's show is for you. Our guest is Caitlin Key, owner of Key to Close, a premier transaction coordinating company. I use her. Many of the agents at the Wilson Group use her, as do many agents in Middle Tennessee. Can't wait to hear what she has to say, and you'll have some great takeaways as the show wraps up. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Moving Up podcast. Today with me, as always, is my friend, colleague, and trusted sidekick, Heather Warmbrode. Heather, good morning. Hi, Christy. Hi. So excited about today's show. We're going to be talking about something that a lot of real estate agents have heard about, maybe know about, and maybe don't know how to utilize that. And that is a transaction coordinator. Mm -hmm. With us today is Caitlin Key, who does my transaction coordination and many of the agents at the Wilson Group and agents around Nashville. So Caitlin, welcome to the show. Hey, Christy. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So we're very excited about this podcast because what you do is so necessary to people like us. So I'm just sort of going to let you start and talk about A, what is a transaction coordinator? What's the difference between a transaction coordinator and an assistant? And we'll just listen okay, and probably pepper you with questions because <laughs> okay. that's what we do. That's right. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so first of all, just to kind of like get a broad understanding of the concept, um, contract to close or transaction coordinating, which are interchangeable terms, is basically you have a person that you hire who comes on board as part of your team and they essentially kind of like hold your hand and help you through the whole process, literally from the time that you get something under contract until the time you get to the closing table. And then after that, to make sure that, you know, everything is wrapped up and that you get paid on time and all those sort of things. But yeah, there's a, you know, a technical list that I could break down into as far as like, you know, tasks that are done for each transaction. But generally speaking, we help with paperwork and we help scheduling, you know, final walkthroughs and closings and inspections and everything. Basically, anything that you feel like is a tedious task that's kind of like associated with the process once you get under contract, um, that's basically what we take off of your plate. So to play that back to you, I have a listing. I get an offer on it. Mm -hmm. We negotiate the offer. It goes under contract. Then I email you all the details and you take it from there. Yes. Um, And I recently have actually implemented a new way that you can submit the contract to me. It used to be that you would just email it to me directly. But now I have a form that, you know, my agents use and it basically you know, there's no room for error. Like all the questions that I need to know the answers to are asked. Um, And there's a place to attach the PDF of the documents and the contract. And you just click submit and then it pops up in my inbox and I take it from there. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. So let's say I received this offer. Mm -hmm. Would I fill out that paperwork even before I go under contract to let you be sending the documents back and forth to the other agent? Or do I wait until that's a bound contract? Well, the answer to that is a little bit of both. So it kind of just depends on what you prefer. Um, I personally offer the option to come on board if you have all of the paperwork already together, or you can say, Hey, I don't want to be involved with the paperwork at all. Like, so like you would have me on the front end, take care of the listing documentation. It would be uploaded to your MLS listing um, so that the agents can grab the applicable documents. And then, you know, if you're one of the people who wants me to handle the majority of the paperwork, then yes, I would do the back and forth and make sure that all of the documents are compliant and signed by everybody. Okay. Okay, great. So what happens, because I'm the classic example, I had an assistant for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I first hired that assistant, I would give her the file, whether it was a new listing, a new buyer, or something went on a contract. Mm -hmm. I would hand her the file, it'd be like, I'd give it to her, but I'd be pulling it back at the same time because (laughs) I could not let go of control. Yes, Mm -hmm. I could not fathom someone taking care of my clients as well as I could Mm -hmm. or as efficiently as I could. Yeah. And then when I finally realized, I'm like, oh my God, I am the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, yes. wow. But does that happen? Yeah, it absolutely happens. I would say that, you know, it's a it's a common theme for um, really awesome agents to, you know, have a little bit of trouble letting go of that control. But I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where the trust in the whole process comes not only with time, but with the understanding that you know exactly what I'm going to do from start to finish. Um, now, granted, as we know, every single transaction is going to be unique in mm-hmm. its own way. So there's no way to really tell exactly everything I'm going to do from start to finish. But, you know, I have a guideline that I work by for every single transaction. And so I think it's really just important on the front end for, um, you know, the contract to close person and the agent who they work for, um, you know, to communicate and have a conversation that clearly outlines, you know, what the responsibilities are so that you never have that moment where you're like, oh gosh, I didn't do that. I wonder if she did it. Well, you can look at that list and be like, yeah, that's one of the things that she takes care of. um, So you know that I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, with that being said, I have a timeline that I work off of that I find to be efficient and um, to work you know, well, but that may not look exactly like the timeline that you had as an agent, you know, before hiring somebody to help you with transaction coordinating. So again, it comes down to, I think, really clear communication as to um, what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. And then as time goes on, you'll learn that, you know, that person is there to help you and that they're going to do what they say they're going to (laughs) do. That's right. How long have you been doing this, Caitlin? Oh, it's a, that's a, little bit of a complicated question. I started out as a licensed assistant to Kim Cunliffe mm-hmm. here at the Wilson Group, as you know, and worked with her for about three and a half years. And um, I did other things, but I also did transaction coordinating the whole time. And that's kind of really where I got to cut my teeth. Um, and then, you know, I started my company in the beginning of 2019. So I've been doing it full time ever since then. Wow. And I bet yeah. you were covered up once COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
For sure. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit, Caitlin, if you would, the difference between what you do as a transaction coordinator Mm -hmm. and being an assistant, whether a licensed assistant or a non-licensed assistant. Yeah. So um, I think a big thing to focus on here is that, you know, transaction coordinators, contract close people are professionals at the process of what they do. So like there's no training required, you know, not only are we trained, but we also handle the hiring of our team members and the training of them and the firing if it comes to that. Um, So that's not a process that you have to worry about. And so I think it's important to realize that with assistance, um, this is more of like the kind of thing where Let's say, for instance, you're throwing an office party, Christy, and you want somebody to run out and grab some last minute decorations or you want somebody to, I don't know, grab your laundry from the dry cleaners Mm -hmm. or something like that. Those are things that an assistant would help you with. Whereas what I do is just very much in the contract to close process. And so... And you would be invited to that party, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Just to let you know. Thank you. But yeah, with assistance, there's a high turnover rate. And so if you hire an assistant when, you know, it it ultimately comes around to like they have decided to move on and, you know, that's better for their life and you're sad to see them go, but you know that that's the right thing. It really kind of stinks because when you have somebody who's doing both the work of an assistant and a TC, that means that you then not only have to handle hiring a replacement, but you also then have to worry about training them um, in something that most people don't really know how to do or have any background in, you know, and so it's a tedious and time consuming process. Um, I know firsthand. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And so I would think that, um, you know, that would help people understand one of the biggest differences is like, you don't have to train them to do transaction coordinating because that's a whole big, huge concept of its own. You know, when we're talking about contract to close, there are about seven, a minimum of seven documents that create the entire closing package. You have a purchase and sale agreement, which is also known as the contract, numerous addendum, counteroffers, condition disclosures, lead-based paint disclosures, every disclosure you can Mm -hmm. imagine, Mm -hmm. not to mention all the back and forth that goes through. So Mm -hmm. for those not in the business, there's just a lot of behind the scenes other than showing property. Tons and tons of tiny little details, not minutiae because it's got to happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're so busy and you let one of those little things fall through, you can really put your client in a very bad position. If you miss a deadline as an agent, Mm -hmm. you've just really thrown your client under the bus. Mm -hmm. So these, we've all been so busy. So a transaction coordinator literally has all of those papers. And I'm saying most packages are somewhere between 27 and 40 pages. Mm -hmm. With your checklist and everything, Mm -hmm. making sure. So the value of a transaction coordinator, I I just can't emphasize that enough to the agents who are listening out there, but also to potential buyers and sellers to know that if you have a transaction coordinator who who has your back, Mm -hmm. then those little things should never fall through the cracks. Yeah, absolutely. And they never have with Caitlin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And making sure all the signatures are in place Mm -hmm. and when clients, buyers or sellers are having trouble with that digital signature and they can't get it just right. Mm Mm-hmm. Huge help. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we see a lot of that, you know, and it's one of those things where occasionally it's a technical thing that I can't really figure out and we just have to start all over, um, you know, with that signature invitation. But most of the time, it's just a simple walking them through what the process looks like. And, you know, having a transaction coordinator on board means that 
that sort of thing can be passed off to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's done. Mm -hmm. You know, it's done. Exactly. The signature is getting everything through the online signature process and and dragging and dropping and uploading and downloading and yada, yada, yada does get really. (laughs) Yeah. Sending um, the title, sending to your office. mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you've got five going at one time, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just a lot. Yeah. And especially, I mean, from somebody who worked, you know, in the beginning, I was just kind of like trying to grasp the concept. And then I kind of graduated into, okay, I have a paper system that I work with. Well, now I have a software system that I work with. And that's the only way that I can manage, you know, the workload that I have. But, you know, it makes it to where it's pretty much a, I don't know, tested and approved, you know, it works every single time. Yeah. 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 This is Jeff Devereaux, Mortgage Banking Executive, Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 176-1767. So when you have those agents who won't let go of control or who are nervous to try a transaction coordinator, Mm -hmm. how, how do you get them over the hump? Do you have them talk to other agents who use you or... What do you tend to do? Well, I tend to kind of believe that, you know, the ones that want to work with me will find their way to me um, one way or another. And we'll, we'll eventually build confidence in what it is that I do and what how I can help them. Um, but of course, yeah, I have, you know, reviews and testimonials that they can read or people that they can call. Um, but generally speaking... People are just kind of one way or the other. And honestly, even the people who have the most issues with control, I've found that once they turn one over to me, they're like, oh my gosh, why have I not <laughs> why done, this? done this? <laughs> yeah. That Christy was- Wilson, right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'm glad you mentioned about just the nuances that go along with what you do and how that's separate than an assistant. Mm-hmm. I think that's important because you can hire an assistant to do all of those things for you, but trying to replace a transaction coordinator who you've kind of worked with, Mm -hmm. you've developed systems with, they know who typically holds your earnest money, those types of things, that's a whole other animal. Yeah, it definitely is. And so I think the quicker that we can get people to grasp that, you know, assistants and TCs, if I may call them TCs, transaction coordinators, are two completely separate concepts, uh, the better off that the agents will be because it's like trying to hire a photographer and a stager to do the same thing. Or, I mean, not to do the same thing, but to do, like, one person to do both of those jobs. Yeah. You wouldn't do that. You would hire a stager to go stage the house, and you would hire a professional photographer to go take the photographs. It's kind of the same concept here. You've got somebody who is trained in what they do and knows how to do the in and outs of that, and then you've got somebody else who is good at what they do. But yeah, and I think another thing that's really important to uh, think about there as well is that transaction coordinators are self-managed. So like a lot of times with an assistant, you're going to have somebody who, you know, 
they do various tasks and those tasks change on a daily and weekly basis. And it's your responsibility to make sure that they know what they need to do and when it needs to be done and all that kind of stuff. And while that definitely has its place, um, you know, as far as transaction coordinating goes, we, like I said, have, you know, a set list of things that's done for every single transaction. We've got a timeline that coordinates with the closing and you don't ever have to worry about us doing what we're supposed to be doing. And furthermore, that brings up another point of, you know, how everybody is paid. So assistants typically have a much different pay structure than we do because we're paid per transaction Mm -hmm. and it's a set fee. Whereas, you know, a lot of times with the different pay structure for the assistant, you're going to be like, okay, well, I'm not really super busy this week. So what can I give the assistant to do. So, you know, for somebody who has kind of like been trying to put those both into the same, you know, merge them into the same person, handling both of those responsibilities, I think that it takes a lot of that pressure off because, you know, with transaction coordinators, you don't have to worry. Like, you know how much it's going to cost. You know what they're going to do. You don't have to manage them, you know. How much does it cost? Yeah. So um, right now, my pricing is $350 um, per transaction. And then that has an optional $50 that's, um, can be added on for the people that we discussed earlier who don't want to do the paperwork side of it. So a common misconception, uh, is that, you know, transaction coordinators like automatically are just going to be the people to do the obtaining of the signatures and all that kind of stuff. But in the TC world, it's kind of understood that like the agent brings you the file, which is already pretty much together. And Mm -hmm. we are just there to help make sure that, you know, everything's coordinated from that point forward, that the documents are turned in and have been reviewed by compliance, you know, that everything is ready to go for closing and all the appointments are scheduled. But I like to give the option for people to hand off the paperwork. And honestly, nine times out of 10, that's what happens. So, you know, call it $400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm the $400 person. Yeah, here, go. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you get busy and it's like, can you just please get this file ready so Mm -hmm. that I can get it to my people to list their home? Yeah. And a lot of times I find that even if they think that they're one of the 350s, they They aren't. They are. They are not. There's one or two documents every single time. So I would not be surprised if I, you know, soon in the near future, bump that up to just the one one fee. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a nominal fee relative to the size of the transaction. I yes. mean, even if it was just a $200,000 piece of property, which are hard to find these days, that's still just going to be <laughs> story. minuscule relative to the, the full fee that the agent will earn. Oh, yeah. And just taking that off the plate. Mm -hmm. Now for our brand new agents at the Wilson group, I like for them to do their own transactions Mm -hmm. until they get so busy just because I want them to understand what and why of the paperwork. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there is so much paperwork, but man, after they get the first five, six, seven under their belt, then especially if they're not the most detailed oriented person and I'm following after them Mm -hmm. on compliance, Yeah, you know, it's great to give them to Caitlin because we as the brokers get the file back. We review with the file. We're like, oh, this is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Caitlin file. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what's your favorite part about your role as a TC, Caitlin? Um, my favorite part is being able to give my clients the, you know, the most valuable asset that we have is time. And when mm-hmm. I'm able to take those tasks off of their plate, I'm able to give them back some time. And with that time, they can do whatever they wish. If they want to try to, you know, go out and network and grow their business, then they can use that time to do that. If they 
you know, want to be more present as um, a parent, then they can do that. If they, you know, just want to have more time for themselves, then they can do that. So um, it just makes me happy to be able to uh, improve their quality of life. Mm-hmm. Nice. I know there's been many um, Sunday mornings before church that I'm freaking out trying to get a counter back or a, yeah. I mean, and it's just like, oh, I should have sent this one to Caitlin. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you're just stressed trying to get it all done before you leave the house or mm-hmm. the office. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a definitely a value. So on that $400 fee, going back to that, mm-hmm. what happens if the contract does not close? There's a snafu. Yeah. Um, I charge a $50 um, canceled or uh, failed contract processing fee. And sometimes that happens multiple times. Um, Mm. But yeah, it's just $50 per um, contract that falls through. So it's just, you know, because honestly, a lot of what we do is done on the front end. Um, And so at that point, I've already invested a little bit of time. And so it's just Mm -hmm. a little compensation for that. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fair. That seems more than fair, actually. Do you ever have agents who don't pay? I don't want to go down this negative <laughs> road, but I'm just curious. I mean, like, make sure I don't mention any names. That's right. <laughs> this could be collection time. Hey, <laughs> yeah, right. It could be collection time if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, um, I don't have trouble with that. Um, I am the way that I choose to handle all of my invoices and that sort of thing is through QuickBooks, I give my clients a monthly invoice after their last transaction closes. And, you know, there's an automatic reminder system, you know, where it'll send them a reminder if they've not paid the bill within a certain amount of time. And, you know, there've been a couple of times where I've had to pick up the phone and be like, Hey, just wanted to remind you. Yeah. (laughs) But no, generally speaking, everybody gets it taken care of. That's great. How many people are on your team? On my team, I have two. It's me, and um, I have another teammate. Her name is Beth, and she is amazing. She just recently came on a couple of months ago and has helped a whole lot, which is really interesting because the the training process has been a great reminder and a wonderful inspiration to come in and be able to have this conversation because I can't imagine being an agent and trying to take the time to, you know, train an assistant to do those tasks. Like it's a lot. It's It's really a lot to handle. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, um, so if there's any agents listening out there who are considering a transaction coordinator, how would they get started? Um, yeah. So if they are interested, then, um, they would just need to set up a discovery call with me where we kind of talk about, you know, their goals and what the process looks like and, you know, just kind of get familiar with what each other has in mind. And I let them know what I'm responsible for and all those kind of things. And I have that documented. And so I send that document along with uh, an agreement that I have to them and let them review it. And then once everybody signs, it's really just as simple as that. Um, When they get the next transaction, then they'll just use my new contract submission form. And um, once they submit, then I get the contract and I get it started rolling. Awesome. Well, and and for those of you guys who are thinking about starting this, I mean, you think about how many times you touch your computer to create documents, send it to your client for signature. Then once the signature comes back, send it to the other Mm -hmm. agent for them to get their client to sign, send it back, then send it either to the lender, to the title company, to whomever, you Mm -hmm. know, making sure everybody has a copy it, it's just a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> and you're meeting an inspector. You're meeting mm-hmm. an appraiser. You've not been at your computer for five hours. You're trying to do it on your phone. Mm-hmm. And trying to do it on your phone is <laughs> oh, a dangerous for me. It is dangerous. <laughs> I have deleted signatures before. It is. I, 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 I just don't even try. Don't even try on my phone. Uh, yeah, I think that's the best. I, I don't even try. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, Heather, any other questions yeah. for Caitlin? So, yeah, I have a question for yes, you. Ma'am. So let's talk about if you're licensed mm-hmm. and then what you can do if you are licensed to help the agent. Or do you do anything that if you're a licensed transaction coordinator? I tend to keep it pretty simple and black and white as far as what I'm willing to do. So as a licensed transaction coordinator, um, something that I offer in addition to the services that, um, you know, every transaction coordinator can offer is the process of assisting uh, my clients with uh, drafting of contract or offers. Let me use the correct terminology. Um, Offers, counters, that sort of thing. Um, I have a particular process where I don't actually draft the verbiage. Like I won't actually come up with the verbiage just because I want to make sure that the agent is completely satisfied with that and it says exactly what they want it to. Um, But once they convey that information to me, then I will put it into the document for them and send it for signatures. And then, you know, on top of that, it's just, I guess, basically just having the knowledge being a licensed agent, I think gives a lot of my clients a little bit of extra confidence in what it is that I do because it's not I'm not just somebody who has randomly started doing this. You know right. What I mean? yeah. right. Yeah. And it's not just administrative. I mean, there's a lot of understanding about mm-hmm. why this paperwork is important, necessary, mm-hmm. and why the broker has to have it. Yeah, the TREC, sure. the Tennessee Real Estate Commission compliance, all the compliances that go on, on the back end are mm-hmm. huge that an average agent doesn't think about. And um, for sure, our clients don't think about because we never want to pull our clients into the you know, mm-hmm. the making of sausage yeah. in real estate, right? <laughs> yes. Like we just got to do all this stuff on the I back end. I love that analogy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, this has been fantastic. And I just want to encourage anyone who is struggling out there, if you're so busy, call Caitlin. Um, Caitlin, give us your email. That might be the easiest here. Yeah, um, it is Caitlin at keytoclose.com. And that is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N at keytoclose.com. You just spell that out. K-E-Y-T-O-C-L-O-S-E.com. Fantastic. And I'll get it added to the show notes as well. Right. And so if you're struggling with the transact or getting all of your paperwork done, if detail is not one of your character strengths, (laughs) then those things are so important too in being a full service, full-time agent. So send that over to Caitlin, let her help you out and let her free up some probably 10 hours a week of your life because I would yeah. say it's that, going to free up about 10 hours. That's actually something that we didn't discuss um, per transaction. If I can circle back around yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, on average, we're able to save our clients 16 hours per transaction. Oh. So if there is ever a question of, you know, the value of what we do, I encourage you agents listening right now, if you're not driving, to grab a pen and a piece of paper and do some napkin math. And so I'm sure you have an idea of what your hourly rate would be if you were to have one. So just multiply that by 16 and... Compare that to the price of 400 per transaction. And if you don't see the value, then I think you're underpricing your hourly rate. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. if you're making $100 an hour, mm-hmm. 16 hours is typically what you're going to do your paperwork on. So that's $1,600. And key to close is $400. That's right. I mean, wow. you've just made that money back mm-hmm. quickly. Yep, exactly. Thank you for that yeah. analogy. I, I need <laughs> to look welcome. at that from time to time myself. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sometimes I think also agents think, oh my God, I can just get this done. Boom, 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 boom. And mm-hmm. suddenly then your computer locks up yes. or, or something inevitably mm-hmm. happens. So it's just nice to bloop. Yeah. And there's definitely too a lot of like 
I think comfort and stress that comes off of you and just like having that relationship with your transaction coordinator and knowing that that's what you do, you know, with every transaction, you just hand it off to them because they're going to do a great job every time. And it's, you know, it could be one of those situations where, yeah, you're super efficient and you can get it done, but would you have a better quality of life if you were to pass that off, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So three key takeaways from talking to Caitlin is (laughs) if you are not good at paperwork Mm -hmm. or detail, call Caitlin Key, your transaction coordinator. (laughs) If you want to make more money on your transaction, call Caitlin Key because you've just saved yourself $1,200 by Mm -hmm. using her. (laughs) And if you want to open up more time in your life to either create more business for yourself or spend more time doing things outside of real estate, call Caitlin Key because she will help you out and create that time. So, Caitlin, thank you so much <laughs> yes, for being with us you. today. Thank you for having me. If you me. have any questions about this or any topic, always remember you can email us with your questions to podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com. And also, Heather and I always encourage everyone to love where they live. Yes. And if you don't, give us a call and we'll make sure you do. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. The Wilson Group Real Estate Services is one of Nashville's top premier boutique real estate firms. We specialize in working with buyers and sellers for housing, investment, and commercial needs, as well as offering a full-service property management division for your investments. Check out our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Hey, if you're loving the show, we would be delighted to hear from you. Be sure to go over to your podcast app, scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews, and tell us your thoughts. Your words might just be what the next person needs to tune in and move up in their life. 